We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back. 1037 here on Hardline. Our live and local coverage continues throughout the day. I'll be here until 1 o'clock. Tom Bowerly taking over 1 to 4. And don't forget the governor speaking at noon. We will carry that live here on WBEN. Yesterday, the governor spoke, as he has every day the last few weeks. And in his address, he addressed the special election in the presidential primaries that were to be held on April 28th, moving those to June 23rd, the same day as the state's legislative and congressional primaries. One of those NY27 special election candidates joins us now. It's Mr. Chris Jacobs. Chris, good morning. Good morning. Chris, uh, first off, how are you? How, how's the family? We're doing well. I hope you're doing the same. Yeah, so far so good, Chris. Uh, before we get to the election, uh, I want to know from you, Do you um, what are, is your opinion of the federal government and con- Congress's uh, address to the COVID-19 crisis? Well, I think President Trump is doing an excellent job. Uh, this is just a uh, just an unbelievable challenge that this nation is facing, and he's uh, showing his leadership. I think his skills uh, as a business person have been very helpful, and uh, I certainly think it's good when uh, different levels of government are working together. Uh, and I, I believe this uh, this CARES Act uh, that was passed, this two um, two trillion dollar um, uh, I wouldn't say stimulus, but uh, effort to help stabilize our situation here, is very significant, and uh, I. I, I, I encourage everybody to go online and take a look at this because uh, there are significant benefits pretty much for every sector of our society. Chris, do you agree with the president's hopeful attitude that he has been somewhat criticized for the last week? Yes, I, I, you know, I think that uh, we're in New York State and clearly New York City is really the epicenter nationally, uh, uh, with the exception of maybe one or two others, I mean, as far as what they're dealing with uh, in terms of, of, of this coronavirus. And uh, so you know, our perspective is we're in a more serious situation than some other parts of the, uh, of the nation. And I think, of course, the president represents the entire nation and sees what's going on in the entire nation. And I think talking about that uh, some areas of this country uh, have uh, been fortunate enough uh, not to uh, not to have uh, been overwhelmed by this, and that uh, they hopefully can start looking 
towards getting working back towards normalcy uh, in terms of businesses opening up and other things. So uh, I think uh, that is good. And I think he represents our people and we are a hopeful people. We are are realistic and we need to look at the data, I think, as this president is. And uh, he will make decisions, I think, first and foremost, on what is best for the health and safety. Uh, But uh, it is not good um, if, uh, you know, we turn off this economy 100 percent when uh, it can be partially at least turned on in the near term. So I, I think he's taking a balanced approach. And, you know, this is just a thing that's going to be have to be evaluated on a, if not day by day, uh, week by week basis to, to just look at where, where this is going, the trend lines and what, you know, hopefully what we're doing proactively, this 15 day pause, uh, what that does in terms of stemming this. So um, I think I think he's doing uh, a great job and best uh, he can do under the circumstances of just such an unknown. All right, Chris. Now to your campaign. This was to be a busy week for you. Uh, I believe a debate was supposed to be held this week and less than a month until the original special election. How does this move to June 23rd affect your campaign? Not not really a lot. I mean, clearly we you know I've always for a while had two campaigns that we've been working towards the special election and the primary actually three of course if we're fortunate enough to get through and have a general election but right in front of us what were the april special and the june um, republican primary uh, so we've always been working on two tracks uh it's just now that they're lining up the same day so uh, there's some challenges in terms of educating the voters that there is they, they will have two votes, uh, a Republican voter, uh, the special election vote, and uh, the the primary. Uh, but uh, other than that, it's pretty much uh, our, our plans are continuing to work forward, move forward. And, uh, uh, and you know, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a change. But, I, I, you know, the most important thing is, I believe, the governor in evaluating the information in front of him right now, what the situation is in this state, in particular downstate, it was the right decision. Now, looking at the 23rd, as you mentioned, there will be a Republican primary. Are you open to the idea of one day doing a debate with Nate McMurray and then possibly a few days later having a Republican debate? Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm. An, I've been really dealing with that already. I mean, my uh, Republican opponents have not uh, stayed silent in the last two months. So, you know, I've uh, I've been. Uh, I'm very familiar with that. But you know, it doesn't really matter to me. I'm going to be talking about the same things, uh, and uh, certainly pointing out uh, in terms of Nate McMurray his position on on things and uh, why I believe he's wrong for this district that he really believes in a socialist. America, and uh, uh, but uh, I, I'm happy to do that. I, you know, as you were saying, I was scheduled for several de- debates with Nate, uh, and I, I'm sure there will be debates on the Republican side. Now, looking at the, um, you mentioned the governor, and you agree with this move. Would you say the governor has handled the crisis in New York State well? I mean, as you said, we are the number one state of cases here in the country. Do you think he has handled this the right way? I think, you know, I think our, our leaders are doing the best they can. I think 
uh, this governor has had a lot on his plate. I mean, New York has just been just incredible. Uh, You know, when you see the footage of what's going on there, uh, the hospitals uh, being overwhelmed, even if they're doubling in size. Uh, So I think it is very important in a crisis like this to see uh, that uh, federal leaders and local and and state leaders are working together, which, you know, obviously the governor and the president are disagreeing on some things, but they are working together. Uh, And I take the same tact uh, in terms of being in the state Senate. I, you know, we're talking a lot about the campaign right now. I'm still a state senator, so I'm focused a lot. I'm trying to make sure uh, I'm I'm doing my job here during this crisis. And, you know, um, I felt that kind of my role is being a conduit of information as much as possible on good resources so our, my, my uh, people that I represent it can be as informed as possible to keep their family safe and also in terms of their financial situation. Now, but I do generally think that the governor's done well, uh, and uh, I, I'm very pleased that he's taken more of a, a – a different tact than I've seen in the past, being kind of very partisan. I've, he seemed to be more focused on the task at hand. And I, I really think, considering this unprecedented crisis, that's where we need to be. Now, Chris, with this going on, have you been going to Albany for state Senate work, or has that been done from home? Uh, we were up uh, t- two weeks ago for one vote. And we will need, need to go up. Uh, we will probably be, uh, be going up. I will be going up t- tonight or tomorrow um, because, uh, you know, this is uh, April 31. Um, is I'm, March 31 is April 1st. We have to get this budget done. So uh, we need to budget. And uh, so, you know, I, I intend to ha- go up there. And I'm, I'm very hopeful uh, that this budget is a very focused budget. Uh, getting, you know, I, I've always been a critic. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. In uh, in the fact that this governor has jammed a lot of broad policy, uh, a lot of kind of liberal agenda items into the budget and kind of held legislators hostage that either, you know, you know, take those bad things in the budget and get what you need as far as funding for your local governments and your school districts and, and roads and bridges or, you know, a vote against it. I, I'm really hopeful this budget is very uh, much focused on the dollars and cents of what needs to happen to run this government. Uh, and uh, so I, I will be going up. We have a big challenge. I mean, we, we have uh, indications are, you know, we already had a budget deficit, a significant budget deficit by what I felt was the mishandling of the Medicaid budget. It was about $6 billion. Uh, 
Now uh, we're looking at 10 to $15 billion hole because of, you know, uh, uh, just a, you know, precipitous drop in uh, tax revenue uh, that's anticipated mostly uh, from downstate. So it's a big challenge. And, uh, you know, a lot of us always talked about one of the problems with New York State is we have this mantra, well, if we want another big program, we'll just tax the wealthy people more. Tax, you know, and, and that ends up being mostly downstate and Wall Street. And we've gotten to the point where uh, 40% of the revenue from our, 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 for our budget is derived by 1% of the population, that they, the wealthiest in, in the state, which are predominantly uh, all downstate and predominantly tied to Wall Street. And uh, now that the bottom is falling out, uh, this is what happens. So I think, you know, this is going to cause us, I think, as a state to really look at uh, how we do things, how we budget. And uh, really, can we, can we, the money does not grow on trees anymore, and we have to be much more responsible moving forward. We can do the core things that, that, that the public needs us to do, and the health and safety, of course, is, is, uh, has number one priority. All right. Well, Chris, going into to budget talks, and as you said, there will be a bigger deficit than usual. Where do you see that may, having the biggest effect on the state budget? I think, you know, the big items always in the state are health and education. Uh, so that is where we're, we're going to have challenges. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I believe there'll be a decent amount of money coming in from uh, the uh, federal government focused mostly on uh, health, Medicaid. So in a way, the governor got saved a little bit by the Medicaid hole that he created, uh, and he's getting bailed out a little bit by the, the, the feds on that because, of course, the corona crisis is so health-based that a lot of money's coming in to the health system. But uh, I think we're, it's education. I'm going to fight like heck to keep our funding, but it's going to be very, very challenging. Uh, and then it's really my hope that uh, we, we look at things that uh, a lot of us have talked about that we're wasteful spending. And I would say one area we need to focus on is there's a lot of money that the governor has controlled in his little kitty on economic development, you know, the solar city projects and all that money he's thrown around in his own. I think that money needs to be reined back in and reallocated, uh, reallocated to, uh, we've made a proposal. There's about $800 million that's sitting in a kitty in um, the education, I'm sorry, the economic development, uh, really putting that towards stabilizing small businesses during this time. So uh, I, I think that these are discussions we need to have, and it's going to be some late nights because it's got to be done, you know, this week. Well, State Senator Chris Jacobs, thank you so much for taking some time out of your Sunday. I hope you stay safe, and uh, we'll talk to you very soon. Okay, thank you. Thank you. That is State Senator Chris Jacobs, also NY27 candidate, as he mentioned, with the moving of the special election in April on April 28th, he will now be running two elections on June 23rd. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t